Welcome to Australian Design Radio to provide Australia and the world with conversations and commentary on Australian design. I'm Flynn Tracy uh, and Matt Leach cannot be here today. Joining me is art director, graphic designer and illustrator Beck Finer. Hi, thanks How for are having you? me. We just having we just had like a show before the show moment where we had about 20 minutes of laughing and chatting about basically everything we're going to talk about on the yep, show. We don't have anything else to We've say, run out of we? content. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the tricky thing. We just had such a good time is emulating that, but now that it's recording. We've got a lot of energy, <laughs> undiagnosed ADD, so yeah. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> um, so for those that don't know you, what's what are you doing? What's your what's your day today? Like what's a day in the life of Beck Finer at the moment? Okay, so yeah, if you don't know me, I've just recently launched quite a successful little project called the Aussie Legends Alphabet, which is um, a poster that celebrates some diverse characters and legends in Australia that I illustrated and designed. And I'm also an illustrator, um, which I do that as well. And I'm also a mum uh, to two adorable yet crazy kids so and that's what i'm doing and we were we were laughing before about mum mum entrepreneur oh yeah <laughs> i was i was saying that look i mean obviously my aussie legends alphabet poster has been really successful and it's gone a little bit viral and everyone keeps on calling me a mum entrepreneur <laughs> which i said i don't really like that that statement because i just feel like it a little bit belittles or makes makes my career feel like I just I just got into it because I became a mum and I feel right. like this has been my a long time coming. It's just mm. happened post um, having a baby. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm look. I mean, it's. I can't even pronounce the name mum entrepreneur. Like, I have a hard time. I always find, yeah, really like somewhat ironic. I can never really spell entrepreneur yeah, either. I, like, it just really it's such a bizarre word. To try I know. And, yeah, it's so funny. I was trying to think of a new word for mum entrepreneur, like something that sounds a little bit cooler. Mm. Maybe like a, a mum leap. What? What do you? I can't. I can't think of anything. It's, illustrator. It's like, you know what? It, yeah, it's an. Il, I'm an illustrator. I'm a mum. That's an illustrator. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind being. It's interesting. I don't mind being recognised for being a mum. Like yeah. I think it actually gives other mums the confidence sure. to do what I'm doing. Mm. So that I don't mind. I just don't like it's a made up weird word that makes me. Oh, you know what? It makes it feel like a fad. Like, yeah. I'm just going to, I like, oh, I had a baby and now I'm going to make like baby wraps because I just had a baby and I don't feel like that's, I'm an illustrator and I, I've been illustrating for a long time. I just haven't been doing it as a full-time career before, before that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we, we're going to get into that as yes. well. So a little bit of the biographical part, you studied visual communications at UTS. Loved it. So when, when was that? When did you graduate? Oh my UTS? God. Um, I'm trying to think about. Okay. So wait, I finished high school 99. So I, I was pretty young. I was 17. So I actually graduated when I was 21. It was a four year career. Um, sorry, a four year degree, but yeah, I was 21, Right. which I feel like is was quite young to get out of a degree. That's really young to get out yeah, of a degree. That's you know, about as young as you can be, I think. It is, yeah. it is. And it was, you know, you did your honours, yeah. As I, it's really funny, UTS contacted me recently um, after the whole Aussie Legends kind of uh, story went viral. And Hey, she's she's our alumni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. actually a really proud moment. And then I, I did a little interview for them. And, cool. um, and they asked me and I said, you know what? That was the best time of my life. I still look back at that university time. Yeah, because yeah, I got to... I, I finished high school. I was I felt a bit lost when I like at high school. Like I didn't really fit in anywhere. Mm. And you know, I, it's not. I had a great high school. I was actually super lucky. I didn't get bullied or you know had mm. and had an art a great arts um, faculty there and everything. But I felt like when I I felt like when I went to UTS, I kind of found my um, found your tribe. Yeah. yeah. And I still like really good friends with all the people I did the course with, like a lot of them. And so a lot, a lot of those people, designers, like graphic designers or in digital, or what are they? What are <laughs> yeah, they I know. Doing? What are they doing now? Yeah. Um, I don't, a few have left. A few are yoga teachers. Oh. <laughs> no, a few have left. I feel like, um, yeah, it was also the great thing about that course was it wasn't super technical. There was a lot of like, you know, just philosophical lectures and everything. So it didn't give you, I mean, I didn't walk out knowing hundred percent how to do a lot of programs or yeah, right. which maybe was a bit. <laughs> so you had to kind of teach yourself the, a little the bit. tools. Yeah. I knew how to like sh- cut out letters and shift them around the page. Well, that came in handy with, yeah, the, <laughs> with exactly, the alphabet. Exactly. But it was, yeah, maybe that was, but at the same time, like it was that just that time where you could just learn, which yeah. It's so important. You're you having know? like permission to kind of learn and open your mind yeah. a little bit more. And yeah. go to a lot of 
uh, parties and clubs. Well, to yeah, yeah, uni, hungover. right? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's, that's the thing. It was a big part of it. That's what people yeah. often forget. I think when they talk about education. Yeah. Um. You know, we, we we talk about a lot on the show, and we have a big background in in education. I'm yeah. Like, when I was, I went, I went to TAFE. Yeah. And most of what I can remember is having drinks with the exactly. people. Yeah. Like, you know, and and what you having t- a good time. The annoying thing is that it it you had to have a high UI. At- a to UAI? UAI? Yeah, yeah, UAI to get in. I think it's ATAR now, but yeah, UAI oh, okay. then. Yeah, and you us, have to yeah. have it. And luckily, like, I actually managed to get in. But a lot of the students have, were actual um, mature age, which is not really, you know, mature. It yeah. was like 20. Mature age 21. Is like 20. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. But they really wanted no to No offense be, to the 20-year-olds yeah. out there. I'm sure you're very mature. <laughs> They're not yeah. called, uh, what do you, you used to call them, wrinkle ragers, the older ones. <laughs> oh, wow. Awesome. Hardly wrinkle rages, mm. and nothing wrong with wrinkle rages. Can I just? I can say? see that. I can see how you were never bullied because you were clearly the bully. <laughs> yeah, so true. <laughs> I never, I never bullied anyone. Um, so um, yeah, and they were actually. I made friends with some older students who really wanted to be there too. Right. So that was a really good. Mix I think that people. I think that helps. Yeah, maturity goes a long way. Yeah. Um, I think in education. Yeah. Because it takes a long time to to, to change from. Um, in high school where everyone everyone's exactly. your enemy um, to uni where they're like, turn up, don't turn up, we don't care. Like yeah, we're here to teach the totally. people that want to be here. And, it takes um, a long time to get uh, out of that. Yeah, and I was mentioning to you before I came on that when I actually did graduate, I actually found it quite hard to go out there and mm. get a job and do all those things because yeah. I was only 21 and I thought and ever since and before then I'd had like this success like done well in high school done well in university like I graduated I worked I worked really hard yeah got honors like high honors or something and I got out yeah, there wow. and I I didn't get a job and it so was were pretty, you super confident yeah, well look I know I wasn't super confident. I just hadn't ever had to struggle to get anything. Right. So I hadn't, like, I don't think I was super confident. I think it took me a long time to get super confident. I just mm. thought that the next step would be guaranteed. So it was a clear next step. So it sounds like you kind of, you know what you want. You know, you got to work hard to yeah. do it, but you do it. Makes yeah. sense to you. Yeah. You get the thing yeah. that you wanted to. Exactly. They're like, cool. Next thing's a job. Yeah. Should be pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. And, and it no, didn't turn out that way. No, and I kind of call it, and I think I don't know if anyone else has had that experience, like kind of almost like your early midlife crisis, like a quarterly crisis. Okay, cool. I feel like I had that. But I went, so I went to London just to give you a background, and I thought, you know, I hadn't had that overseas experience yet. I wish I'd gone to New York, but it wasn't easy at that time to do that. Mm. So I went to London and I got there, and it was just like, oh, I've done visual communications at UTS, and everyone's like, I don't care. <laughs> Wow. Can you do anything? Where? Yeah. yeah. Where's your portfolio? I was like, I don't have a portfolio. Like, you know, here's my uh, here's my project I did. So did you have like a printed portfolio under your Yeah, oh, yeah, very, yeah. Oh, very old school. Yeah. And then with your... I can't oh, show that to customs when you're there on a holiday. No. They have to send you back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I, it was like with your... What was that? Um, What were those discs? Yeah, not floppy discs. It was the next thing. Oh, the, uh, the three and a half... It was like a square thing and you, oh, I can't remember. Oh, like a zip drive? Yeah, zip drive, have my okay. zip drive. Yeah, yep. cool. And went over there, couldn't get a job. I did an internship through my uncle at, who lived there at Why Not Associates. That was an amazing company. And I was totally intimidated there and, it right. just, and just cut out Photoshop. Was it a really big Big company, no, it was in East, no small company, yeah. very boutique, like in East London. And yeah, so then got there, did that. Didn't really help me. It was a great place, but it didn't help me with my career. Right. Yep. And then I went to be a runner at Blink Productions, which has got these super famous, incredible directors there. Because I thought, mm. oh, maybe I'll be a director. Because mm. I can't become a straightaway graphic designer, which I thought I'd do. Wait, so, d- wait, director before designer? No, I wanted to be a graphic designer, but then I suddenly couldn't be. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll just be a director. You know, I was just all over the okay. place. Like, just... Oh. Uh, it just represents what I was. Seems like seems like a jump to me. But it who was knows? a jump, yeah. but I also needed a job. Yeah, you know, I'll take what you can get. Yeah, yeah exactly. Course, and yeah. it was actually incredible. I worked with some amazing directors. He's he does all the John Lewis ads. I worked as his assistant. His name is Dougal Wilson. He's an amazing director. So I got to work on some. You know, I got to go to um, the streets um, video clips, and I got to go to all these. Cool. It, it was a great opportunity, but it did not lead me to my yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I was feeling pretty like I was having a bit of a crisis, like, okay. you know, going, I've wasted it. And I've also left it too long to get back into graphic design. You know, like that, you know, when you start to that go. The idea that I've left it too long and you're so young. You've got I know, <laughs> your whole but career if ahead of you. someone could have said to you, Becky, just 
be patient. Like that is my advice to everyone. Like you do not have to achieve everything when you're in your early 20s. Absolutely, yeah. Like I can't stress it enough. I think I've only just started achieving what I want to when I'm 35. And that Mm. you can achieve it when you're older. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, absolutely. If you look at a lot of authors, they start publishing their first books only when they're in their 40s or, Mm. you know, like anything. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. And so where did you go from, from London? Cause you obviously so, came back to Australia. Yeah. I met, I happened to fate lined up finally. And I happened to meet an, um, person that started moon design, which his name's Nick Morgan. And he gave me my first proper, I guess, graphic design job, which was in moon had a little small little, I guess, little company section. Oh, I don't know what you call it in mm. London, in East London. And I got my first proper, I guess you could say job mm-hmm. in my career. Which mm. made me feel a little better. So you're a designer, or did they I just was a give graphic you designer. director? No, no. You know what? And I know this. Uh, I, I felt a bit overwhelmed. Also, when I looked at all the directors, there were no women directors. I think there was oh, right. one one woman director, and it was actually quite out of how, out of how many? Ah, oh, like the whole company. Oh, there's about ten directors in the company. Okay. Not, I don't even think that one woman director really like she worked in the video clip section of it so she wasn't so you didn't have much exposure to her no and it really discouraged me i remember at the time thinking ah who am i emulating here yeah exactly i don't there's no one i feel like it's a man's world and totally you know i was young and impressionable so i didn't think yeah you know yeah so worked worked at moon design i actually really loved it didn't work very hard and perfect (laughs) but then got really homesick like london just you know, there's no... Was it the rain? It was the rain. I missed my family. I was totally homesick and I yeah. came home. So how long did you la- How long did you last in London? How oh, long are we talking here? Uh, two and a half years, two oh, and a half. Not a long plenty time. Plenty time. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I came back to Australia and like working at Blink Productions and working at Why Not and working at Moon actually had a huge, much bigger than I actually thought had quite a big impact. And how I, so? I actually worked, uh, I think... Everyone thinks that when you work overseas, it's a lot better than it is. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, okay. Because you can come back with, I worked in these three great agencies. Yeah. And they don't know exactly what you do. Right. I mean, you have to still show a portfolio. But at Moon Design, you know, I worked hard mm. to get some stuff in my portfolio and, yeah. you know, pulled some stuff together. Mm-hmm. And also use that connection. I think it's all about connections. Totally. You know, every step of my career has been really using those connections. And mm. I'm not... I, do, I just tell everyone that's how everyone makes it, you know, like, yeah, you've, absolutely. you know, people want to also know that they're familiar with someone that you come mm-hmm. recommend recommended. So I use that mm-hmm. moon design to get a job back at moon in Australia. And luckily enough at, at the time that moon was just really taking off, like it was still K- small. Kicking a lot of goals at that time. So, exactly. I mean, everyone's probably sick of us talking about it, but we've had so many ex moon people mm. on the show. We talk about, um, we talk about there's periods of time where kind of it seems that everybody that was working there at the time is off doing something successful somewhere else. Yeah. We've got the Chris Doyles. We had Chris Laws on earlier this year and Linda Jukic as well. They were amazing. Yeah. And they actually were around. I worked with them all and they were amazing. They were a little bit, they were more senior than me and were amazing. There was Mark Mm. Moffat who helped Carby um, Tuckwell, who was incredible. And Carby's at Deus. Yep. Yeah. Um, So yeah. What was was it like working at Moon during that time with all these talented people that are, you know, off just doing these amazing things now? It must have been such a Uh, exciting kind of hotbed of of time. Yeah, it was, it was really, really fun. I mean, yeah, we were doing, we'd work really hard, but at the same time you'd party pretty hard. Yeah. It seemed like a bit of a party, party crew. Yeah, 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 totally. And people like, I mean, everyone kind of, there's a few marriages that came out of that place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was great. And, you know, it really pushed me to be disciplined. And I don't know if it's where, I mean, it's funny because I could see as I was going along and I was working on, you know, I got to work um, up the chain. I started working mm. more independently, doing a lot of, um, working on some great accounts and getting higher and higher. I mean, I was there for almost I think it was five years. I was there for a long time right? and I was getting higher. And then I suddenly realized um, I needed to get out. Like I needed to start doing something different. Otherwise I was just going to get stuck in a rut. Like I think it was about, yeah. And as I was getting high, um, moving up in it, I actually was realizing that I really wanted to work. I love the craft, but I wanted to also get into a more conceptual space. Mm. Kind of was losing a little bit of the, um, I guess I was just getting a feeling a little flat. Sure. So um, mm. I did that jump. I think, you know, five years too is enough 
Well, yeah, days. three to five years is kind of standard. Yeah. Which, no, now it seems like it's just so, people get so impatient. It's yeah. Like, but it, back in the day, like it was, yeah. you know, you had to kind of earn your... And there's a bit of a zigzagging thing as well. You see it through many people's careers where there's sort of, you know, graphic designer here and here, and then I'll kind of zigzag over here to get, yeah. a, get a promotion or go yeah. up a little bit. Now I'm a director in a smaller company. Yeah. And then you take that director and you might go over to a bigger company. Yeah, start your exactly. Own thing. Yeah. There's a clear path of people yeah. sort of zigzagging up. Yeah. Seems to just be the way it's I done. know. I, yeah. think it's, I think it's a really good way to keep yourself, yeah, fresh. And mm. um, you can always come back to things. That's what I say. Like, yeah. You're not defined by one thing or another. And did you leave at the same role that you were at? So you were a designer, graphic Sen- designer? Yeah, I was senior graphic designer, senior graphic designer yep, by, by that stage. stage. Yeah. And then, so I was like, um, so, which was really interesting. So I went and did award school. My husband is, um, was, I just met him. He was in advertising. He's like, you should give this a go. And I was mm. like, mm. So you have to, when you do award school, like you have to be prepared to work your ass off. Like it's a, if you're going to do that. an intense course. It's yeah. a, you have to be prepared. Like I kind of put it off a couple of years because I didn't, no, but I did it at Moon mm. while I was at Moon, which was great. And uh, they allowed me to do it. And I um, really like, I put my life on hold. Like I didn't go out. Yeah. You know, I did it. Like I focused. I was, it was like, I felt like I was back in high school again. Right. <laughs> like, you know, I killed myself for it. Yeah. But it was, and the, it was again, the most, it was such an amazing course. Mm. It, you know, I learned so much. And, was there, um, sorry, was there any conflict of like working somewhere like Moon, but then like doing the awards <laughs> school and going to like competing well, you agencies? Know, people like um, Jenea and I even think Chris Laws did it. And so they kind of pushed Chris me to do it. Yeah. I think maybe in the back of their head, they knew I kind of wanted to maybe, but you can't stop when you, when someone wants to do something, you should always encourage your staff to be learning and, yeah. you know, it's only going to come back to Absolutely. the company. So, yeah, for sure. yeah. Um, so I went and did it and yeah, for, and I just knew that I, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm going to take that next step. And I was lucky to get in the top 10. Oh, great. Um, so you got on the wall. Is that what they did? Oh, uh, yeah, on that the wall. wall. Yeah, you go into this room and I was just like, you know, I mean, I just remember. Oh, and I printed these business cards. Actually, Chris yes. Doyle showed me his – I think he presented my business cards at one of his uh, – presentations oh, he did, did he? Oh, yeah. maybe, I've, maybe i've seen yeah, it what, it what was, was the card described? it said it just the, the card said because you also got to go to this um you've got to go to this night and actually be able to impress everyone like yep. you know because that's it's about getting your next job yeah and um so i went and i did one and i think it said um there was a card i, I could tick it on the night for whatever I it had a it. list of options and I it was it. yeah do you remember it totally remember this okay, card yeah. and it was like um i topped award school it was a box there was a square box next to it i think i came in the i came in the top 30 and then the last one was like i'm just here for the drinks i'm just here for the booze <laughs> yeah yeah it was i do remember that really yeah, early. yeah yeah so so on the night you ticked it and oh, went, nerve, like right. i was so excited but you know what it's, it's so funny you go on the wall and you can kind of tell roughly um, if you've, you know, if you've got a few on the wall, it's a good indication that oh, okay. you're going to Before it's get... announced kind yeah, of Yeah, exactly. Ah, right. So I kind of, when I started so put looking. put the drink down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I put, and I started looking around and the first one, no, I'm not on the wall. And But actually it got to the um, the trickier kind of more multimedia um, briefs that I started getting on the wall, which I mm. actually realized down the track was my, that was my strength anyway, you know, really? coming up with more digital and mm. interesting areas. So that was, so yeah, I got it. And it's so funny. I um, went for a job at, um, and I used it afterwards. So I went for a job at the monkeys. Like I just kind of harassed a whole bunch of people because Perfect. the week after you just have to go really hard. Yeah. You got to yeah. ride the wave kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I approached Justin Drake and I said, awesome. and I, he still had my card on his table for a while afterwards, actually, oh, which I felt like. How good is like, that? Yeah. It's, it's, it's him taking going, oh, how cool is this and showing yeah. other people? That's really nice. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was really, really good. And um, I went to, it was really interesting though. My whole tactic, which I think graphic design helped me a lot is I used, I said to him, look, you're still a fairly young, com- like, you know, at this stage, all the designers mm. and art directors, they were all sitting in the same area. Yeah. thing I didn't like about advertising, it was like graphic design was yeah. very separate, seen as not as conceptual all that kind of stuff. But that's, so you kind of all have your, your role and your speciality, yeah. but it's yeah, yeah, less exactly. of that smaller studio. So I said yeah. to him, I'll come on and earn my wage as a graphic designer, mm. but then you've got to also let me do conceptual briefs. Cool. So that's how I came on. Mm. And slowly I just began to move a bit. <laughs> Create your own little role? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, and I started getting like, he'd give me a brief. Mm. And if I won the brief, I got to work on the account. So, but you know, it's so competitive in advertising. There's a couple of teams. And if you can actually prove that you can, you know, 
that they pick that your idea and then I got to so when you say they pick your idea is it yeah. like is is it sort of like you okay here's the brief that we've got as an agency yeah. team a team b team c yeah. you've got the afternoon to think about it, or you've yeah, got or a couple of days or, or the week yeah exactly obviously you work on other projects at the same time yeah. but so on Friday, enough, be, Friday afternoon, yeah. you're going to come in and you'll pitch what you can come up with. Yeah. And then we'll go. So it's like yeah. an internal. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. And th- that's the, the, the crazy thing about advertising is that graphic design, you get a lot made. Advertising, mm. think about it. Like often, I mean, sometimes you'll just be one team on it. Yeah. But often they'll put two teams because for them, you know, they've got more ideas. Yeah. Often they'll take an idea from one team and an idea from another team and take it to the client. Like a classic, any project, like where you yeah. show two ideas to a client and say, mm, we like that bit, yeah, we so, like that Yeah, but it often be from different teams, you know? Right. And then the So then who gets to take the project? It's... Well, no, then the, whoever the client picks the idea. Right. Do you get, yeah. yeah. And then, but then sometimes the client won't even pick your, you know, like it's so it's, you, you're sometimes lucky to get a couple of ideas made a year. If you can make a couple of ideas a year, yeah, you're right. like winning. You know? Wow, yeah. yeah. So is there a lot of so is there a lot of fallout in that? Then there's you know, a lot of failed ideas as a third drawer of ideas that oh my never made it. Th- oh my, like thousands. You got a cabinet. And actually, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And you pull them out sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you go. What about that idea? <laughs> also, like oh, I had this idea yeah, for this yeah, thing yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah. Maybe we we'll do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. It's um, but it's funny because um, I was lucky enough at the beginning to actually do quite well. Mm. And it's funny right. because later on I had like a year where I just. You know, just like it came down to a lot of luck sometimes. You literally, mm. or the client wasn't brave enough or anything, you wouldn't get anything made. Yeah. But in the first couple of years, I did really well. Like, I got right. a couple, like a thing got in the DNAD, you know, I got, mm. I did quite a, I worked on guide dogs. Oh, great. Yeah. I got a really nice add up, you know, a few things that worked really well for me. So I loved it. I mm. loved advertising. And I was actually one of the only girls working there. So again, it was kind of felt like a bit of a trailblazer kind of proving that women could do yeah work as creatives and so we, we've spoken a little bit about like the the, the gender balance as well what was yeah. it like at moon at that time oh no moon there was a lot of women i feel you, like design there are better yeah, yeah. My, well for me moon was better yeah yeah i mean because you had linda jokic yeah um janaea was janaea laws janaea well, laws. laws now yeah galloway <laughs> and then i had i mean there was still was was a lot of Men, but traditionally in advertising, all the women were in accounts, you know, right. they were suit. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it was interesting. I, I felt like though, being a woman though, in where I was, it wasn't, it was actually really quite powerful because I had a lot better insights than <laughs> working mm. on, you know, a different brands that men often didn't have. So yeah, well, it was 50% of the audience most of the time as well. Yeah, exactly. It's good to have someone there. And actually complete, when I became you know, a mum, like, Oh my god! How many products are I've got? So many more insights than. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. It's even better. Yeah. But I mean, look, there's so many issues that come with being a mum and having to work. You know, that's that that's a whole other. Well, we'll get to that (laughs) as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, it was a question I was going to ask a little bit later, but maybe we'll tackle it now. Is um, so you're doing you're doing your own thing now. Is there any desire to go back to working in agency land? And the caveat of that. Uh, which is the much more harder question is, do you, do you feel um, it's an easy path to go back or do you feel you're disadvantaged because you've been away for quite a while? No, I don't. I feel very confident at the moment. I don't feel like it's a disadvantage going back. I feel, yeah. like, I feel like more confident than I ever have lately. How good is that? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's really good. It, um, I don't think so. I've actually do do little stints here and there, like a week or, you know, I just don't do huge long chunks so you don't take on like a couple of months project work but you might take on something help an agency out for a little bit yeah work yeah. on a fun project with them for a little bit um and you get to pick and choose your projects a little no, bit no no okay <laughs> not that good uh, no like i mean just work for a couple of weeks or a week here or there but yep. i mean i'm just choosing i think as the more you go out on, on your own the harder it is to go back right you know and i also think um when i had one kid i was at the monkeys and that was fine i found that um, the two kid, like two double pickup, drop off. I'm not oh. saying it can't work, but for me, I didn't want, I found it stressful. Right. Like I had a nanny or I had this or I had that, but I just still found it super stressful. And I made the decision that I wanted to pick my kids up from school and I didn't yep. want to be in a total flap to pick them up. So if, if you given the chance to do what I've always wanted to do, which is illustration mm. and other conceptual stuff, like I do conceptual stuff, but I'll just do it from home. 
Yeah. I, I, we did a, a little attic renovation. So I've got a little studio that I'm lucky to oh, great. sit in. Or when I'm so not by the fridge. I'm often by the kitchen eating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lying on the couch. So you do work you do work from home for freelance? Yeah. I, I mean we're sitting in a we're sitting in a co share space. I worked yeah. from home for about three months and then I was Done. just about ready to I know. You know what? For me, I said I said this, I said probably next year I'll be might think about getting something else. Yeah, yeah. I, I've still got a, a really young daughter. She's a, a year and a half and she's only at daycare two days a week. So, so you want to be home with her, obviously. Yeah, yeah, she has super long day naps. So I'm pretty lucky that... Oh, that's good. People often ask me, they're like, oh my God, you make me feel so bad. You did a whole lot of stuff and she's quite young still. Mm. Like, how did you do it? And I think with the second kid, I'd gotten over the, the shock. Like, I was literally in shock when Levi was born. Like, my brain shut down for quite a while. Right. But with Esme, she, I don't know, I was kind of ready. I went into a, a bit of a, maybe it was a hormonal craze. And I, <laughs> she used to do quite long day naps, shocking at night. But day mm. naps, like she used to crank out some big ones. And I actually was really proactive in those. <laughs> I feel like, like um, in, I'm just trying to imagine myself in that situation, trying to get something done, sort of thinking, okay, she's asleep. Okay, great. I've either got five minutes yeah, or I know. two hours. No, I know. So it's kind of like, yeah. It's like oh, yeah. you're so, it must be so productive during that so time because you feel like you're stealing these oh, times. Oh my God. Like yeah. I just. What a great um, motivator. Yeah. And people often ask me, so I did this alphabet, I've done this alphabet project. And mm. so what I did was I illustrate a person to look like a letter. Yep. So when I set out to do it, I knew that I had to give myself like a deadline. Otherwise I wouldn't get it done. You know, when you're yep. working for yourself, it's super hard to be, you know, motivated and... Mm. So I said, I'm going to do a letter a day. And when she went for a nap, I just knew. Like it was some sort of thing. If I didn't get that letter up that night, then the project was going to fall down and I couldn't let it down. So during that nap, look, there's not a lot of laundry or dinner that got done, but that letter (laughs) got. And then I'd finish it off at night. Yep. You know, so it was, that was my, that was my thing. It was. Yeah. Cause was, I mean, I guess if you did a letter a day, I mean, that's, that's yeah. going to take a long time. I'm sure it took a lot, lot longer than that. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And then at the end, but I still like, you know, and I was putting it and actually um, I talked about this, that Instagram becoming this, my new career was super important for me because it came mm. my tool to kind of come out as an illustrator. Yeah. Cause I've been doing it for a while, but I hadn't told, it was kind of. You know, when you're, in, when you're an art director in advertising mm. and when you're a graphic designer, it's hard to tell people that you want to, this is my secret yep. thing that I've always wanted to become, you know, mm-hmm. like that's what I've wanted to become. And maybe it was becoming a mum. I kind of felt like I'd got nothing to lose. And also when I got that Instagram account, I kind of had to put myself out there. And then I was telling people instead of like sitting you down and going, I'm an, I'm an illustrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then scared that you'd like, you know, you as a, you'd laugh at me, you know. And oh, wow. being, yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it was a turning point. It was a new step. And I guess it's also like quite a bit of a, a bit of a deadline. Like it's like a square, and then you can. Were you posting like A yeah, is for yeah, Adam a, Goods, and then I do a quote underneath it to yeah, tell I always, people. I like the quote. Yeah, I think that's a really nice. Yeah, nice and thing to add. and I mentioned that I've got a book. Oh well, I won't get to that. But I've got a book coming out, and I'm actually mm. yeah that that became a part of the book where I'm the quotes are quite no it's actually not a quote but um I don't think I could get away with doing a quote but I it was a little bit about each person to start educating everyone about all these incredible diverse people so let's talk about the project that kind of came before that yeah so let's get into the mum's milestone project which yeah. you know went went I mean obviously tell us about the project and, and why you created it and everything like that but then I really want to get into like this went gangbusters like yeah. in terms of like not only popular in Australia and picked up by mainstream media yeah. which is a whole different thing yeah um then designers get selling stuff to other designers yeah. and all about like how did you do that yeah. and where did that knowledge come from yeah, so um, Mum's Milestones, uh, after I had the baby, I guess it was, you know, this is one of the examples as a mum entrepreneur of right. something that came <laughs> up. It was just a really good insight that came up that I was sick of seeing all these, um, for those of you that do or don't have babies, it's these uh, milestone cards that um, people, when they have a baby, go, my baby's one week old, my baby crawled for the first time or like... So it's the first... It's the milestones of a baby. Yeah. And I okay. thought, why on the baby's getting the milestones this is this is something i co-created by the way it wasn't just me it was me and a friend we were like why did the mums get the um um, why did the babies get the milestones what about the mums we're the ones that like you know had to we're the ones that can read we had to push (laughs) the side yeah yeah, we're the ones that can read and we're also the ones that had to push something the size of a football out of us so this it should be about us too Hmm. so i did these um we did came up with these set of milestones that basically you know 
took a bit of the piss out of baby milestones that like, you know, um, I got my jeans halfway up my thighs today. Um, you know, um, (laughs) one of the other ones that we did, my baby slept, you know, halfway through the night, like all these kind of just really funny kind of things that were more on the mum rather than the... And it's like an inside joke, right? Like other yeah. mums will get it. Oh, you know? yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm sure and it was... some dads as well. But oh, no, yeah. no. Yeah, we actually did dad's milestones too. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Course. It was great. So we did a whole lot of like just um, just really funny ones for the mums. And then we also came up with a set of greeting cards because mm. why do babies get like for the first birthday? Um, so we did a whole lot of happy gave birthday cards, which was um, I just illustrated... Great. The two um, legs up in the air with a party popper coming out. Oh, right. Happy gay birthday. Because it's a year since you like had the most painful experience of your life. Right. Here's you know? a reminder, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we released these um, mum's milestone cards. And yeah, and they, um, oh yeah, then another one is like my first day back at work. And it would be like baby vomit down the side of your back. Or right. And all those kind of things. And I knew there was nothing out there um, doing it. And I just like have to get it out. It was in the first few months after Esme was born. Right. I just did it. And yeah, it went really, really successfully. I think it was something that I realized was um, working in advertising, you're always trying to design something or graphic design, like mm. trying to fit something around a product, but we were actually giving people a product that they loved. Right. Like, okay. So you needed. started with, so you started with something that, that, you knew that people needed. Yeah. So then therefore everything else is a bit easier rather exactly. than trying to sell toothpaste. Exactly. Okay. And it was like, we started getting all these comments, you know, I did, we just put it out on Facebook initially. Right. And it just started, people started sharing it, like literally just putting it out on our Facebook wall. I set mm. up a really simple Shopify account. I put it up within a weekend, got the um, cards locally printed and put it on Facebook just to see, you know, what the response was. Everyone was like cr- cracking up at these really funny things started to share it mm. and literally i i think it just went really naturally gangbusters like right. i think i think we maybe sent it to one mashable contact uh, like email that we had but if i had to say there was a formula there was no formula in the fact that wow people genuinely started to share it and i started to share it i have a lot of mum friends on facebook so does my friend mm. they started to share it around and i think randomly sometimes all it takes is for one right person mm. so mama mia actually saw it randomly through right. a share picked it up and they ran it and as soon as you find it's i mean the power of pr yeah as soon as like a mama mia literally like I, th- I think I oh it was oh maybe it was Ella's list I don't know I mm. look I I am a mum but I had no idea about all these baby blog like websites and right. the power of the mum selling like no idea how successful it would be and literally I texted my friend Esty um, Zilber who I did it with mm. and I said oh I'm starting to get all these sales and the the bad thing was we hadn't actually had the product land. <laughs> Oh, well, right. Yeah, it's, I've done this many a times where I said, oh, just put the website up and, you know, if the tree, what's that, that famous thing, if the tree falls and no one's here, right. you know, so my friend said, oh, just put the website up. No one's going to go to it because no one knows, like, you know. Yep. So I just shared it with a friend. I said, oh, the product's going to arrive on Monday. I'll just, you know, I was so excited to get this idea out. And then all these yeah. orders started coming in and I was like, oh. Wow. So <laughs> yeah. you didn't have, you didn't physically have no. the product. <laughs> That's great. And, and then I was like, oh my God, like, so we were so stressed because wow. we kept it every order that kept it coming. You know, it should have been this amazing moment. And it was like, your heart would just sink. I mean, you, I knew I was going to get the product, but you have yep. to start delivering. Mm. And literally delivering meant delivering in my attic space. Like there's nothing glamorous about like packing posters. I mean, packing cards the whole weekend. Yeah. Getting yeah. to know Australia Post, like with these truckloads of things coming in. But yeah, so once Mum and Mia did, then I think we actually sent one email to Mashable and that also like, yeah, right. Just did this crazy PR thing where we started. Once you get one thing, you get like Ella's, you know, scary mummy. Which I don't know if anyone the pat. Yeah, it's this huge uh, mum site in America ran it. Right. And Huffington Post, I think, did it. I mean, oh, wow. when it, when that happened, I was like, oh my god, you know, it was crazy. And then that's how it started. Wow. Yeah. So it's re- so it really is like about just having that idea and like having that that cornering that piece of the market or having that insight where you're like. I've got it. Like, yeah. I actually know that this is It's something a gap. people want. It's not out there. It's not out there. And there yeah. are going to be mimics because soon after, you know, there were other people that started doing it. I mm. knew that. I knew we had to get it out there super fast. Look, we were maybe lucky that the certain people saw it yep. and picked it up. You mm. know, it's so hard to mm. do stuff. I know it's incredibly hard to get your product noticed, but we actually 
were incredibly lucky that it was something that no one had seen before and it was funny and people loved it, you know, generally mm. really love. Like I'm so used to in advertising, putting up your stuff on campaign brief, especially in advertising, not graphic design. Yeah. You get people like paying it out, being so critical. Absolutely. The yeah. love that came from it was like, we also donated a portion to um, postnatal depression, right. which I think was a really nice bit to do That's as well great. because I feel like the mum's cards were all about saying, hey, it's a pretty lonely experience having a baby. Mm. We're all in this together, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. it's great, yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, you say you say it was lucky, <laughs> but then it's kind of happened time and time again now. I mean, because yeah. like, we'll so, sort of like fairly quickly segue into the Aussie alphabet, which we spoke a bit about. Yeah. But again, like you were on Channel 7, like yeah. being interviewed about, yeah, yeah, yeah. about you know, um, you know, who did you pick? Why did you pick? Yeah, you know, yeah. These people. I didn't. I didn't get the chance to see it, but I. I can imagine it's the riveting, questions already. <laughs> riveting. Um, yeah. So basically, um, what I think I did with the alphabet that I think is lacking a bit in Australia. Again, I kind of maybe was doing this. Is that there's not a lot of things that talk about diversity to kids. You know, it's. Mm. Uh, well, you know, I tried to do this alphabet. It had. It has a lot of different type of people. Um, different people, genders. You know, ethnicities. Um, indigenous people and um, I think the world um, Australia really gravitated to that uh, so well, you get to you get to let us see and you've already got Adam Goods and Kathy Freeman yeah which is a good but start. at the yeah. same time it can be Adam Goods and there's Bob Hall and Kathy Freeman you know showing right. that and then there's Dave Medda showing that all these people of different mm. can live side by side and that's what makes Australia an incredible country yeah so it's all it's almost like I was starting to open up that conversation you know I don't expect a four-year-old to understand who all these legends are but it's mm. it's you know it's up on a kid's wall and they're gonna know from a young age that it takes like a lot of different colors and mm. all those things to make an amazing person so um what happened is i also partnered with fred hollows because they're an um when i did f the fred hollows foundation yeah oh. yeah so when i did f for fred hollows which he's an incredible legend yeah um they saw it on instagram on my Instagram post mm. and they said, would you partner? And so they put it up on their Fred Hollows website. So when you say they put it up, did they put the whole post or they put his? I think, I his, don't know. Maybe they said, oh, we're doing this in collaboration with Beck Finer. Was it F or H? Um, it was F. F. Not collaboration, sorry. A portion of the profits go to Fred Hollows Foundation. Yep. That was how my it all worked. They put it up and SBS, just one of the journalists saw it up on the website and contacted me for a story. That was Lee... Lee- Chin, wasn't it? Yeah, well, so L for Leland Chin was one of them. So, Leland no, Chin. actually what happened, no, it's it's different. A journalist just contacted me and said, oh, oh I love it. Obviously, she saw Leland Chin. Yeah. It's an SBS, uh, can I say a wet dream? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. No, but, you know, it, that's what SBS is about. That's right. Posting, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I had, like, um, lots of people that featured, and Leland Chin was a huge hit yeah. in my poster. So she contacted me, and literally that, I've never, it, they did a story and with a little video, and it went crazy like if mum's milestones mm. in australia i'm talking like i was just getting call after call i was actually working at a little company called uh, we are social i was freelancing again yeah. and <laughs> poor things that i think they just saw me just go into you know my instagram followers started to double i started getting all these calls from publishers which yeah. we were going to talk about and we um, also should do like pr and media and stuff like i know that. they were laughing they're like oh you can be an influencer i was like an affluencer what's a, what what is this <laughs> <laughs> um so i was starting to do stories i was invited to go you know tv um channels started to contact me all these other different you know i had to kind of ride that wave plus i was getting mm. the orders yet again Possibly the posters had not landed. Right. <laughs> Were you getting the... Okay, so fool me once, kind well, of okay, shame no, on me. Well, okay, can I just say the problem was the posters did arrive. Okay. And then I got them home, put the website up and then looked at them and I wasn't happy with the quality. Oh, and which okay. is such a huge... You know, when you go into selling your own products yep. as a designer... Mm. You want it to be perfect. Yeah. You know, and people pay money. You expect, you don't want to give them something that you're not happy with. Yeah. So I worked really hard with the printers to, and they were awesome to come up with the best quality. Yeah. But it just so happened that it takes like another week or whatever to, for the shipment to come. Of course. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, and so, and then one other shipment arrived and it got damaged in the rain. I actually cried wow, when that great. happened. I was like, how could that happen? It wasn't the printer's fault. It was like the truck driver was pouring with rain and it all kind of... Oh, like leaked in the truck or literally something. Literally like the worst, worst thing. And I just had to go, you know, and I started getting people going, where's my poster? And yeah. that was like really stressing me. <laughs> well, I, well, I guess, I mean, we're so, we're so used... This wasn't that long ago. So, I mean, we're so used to... 
like oh, things, instant. Yeah, like and I wanted to. Iconic will send you your oh, clothes yeah. that afternoon. Exactly. And, and the standard is and, so high. Oh, and I do, and I really tried to honor it. Like I yeah. was, you know, and I. At when it when I got the huge, I had to air task. Thank God for air tasking. Like mm. I literally started oh, wow. air tasking. Yeah. yeah, and um, I was rolling posters in the middle of the night in my like. I think I lost quite a lot of weight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, and everyone was like, "Isn't this amazing?" I'd be like, "Huh." <laughs> it's so glamorous. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. Like, I know. It's so popular. Yeah. And you're like, I haven't slept. <laughs> yeah. My husband hasn't slept. Like, but it was amazing. Like, it was in the and I think the best thing about it was, and I think I burst out crying in happiness for this one was before that this i did it as a poster i had an idea that to do it as a as a book right and yeah. it's as everyone knows it's super expensive to print a book you know mm. as yourself as by yourself i contacted a few publishers and they actually you know i mean i say to everyone getting a storybook published is just like it's like winning the lottery you know you wow. have to be in the right time at the right place right place at the right time did i get that right Weird. just as long as it's both of those yeah. things yeah you know you have to be at a place where they want to publish what you're doing Mm. and you know what i would say to anyone who wants to do what i've done is sometimes they need to see that this is going to be a success before they're willing to invest money in it and i think that was like a super important learning curve for each of my projects Mm. that people want to see it and as soon as i got it out there the same publishers who had not replied to my emails called me i was like (laughs) (laughs) hi yes this is back can i just put you on hold for a couple of minutes (laughs) yeah so it was crazy and i was actually freelancing at another advertising agency at the time this happened to and i i I had to quit because it was too much for me they understood i was like look i'm about to get a publishing dream contract i'm about to go on the television you know this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity yeah. that was and, and again you saw we talked we spoke a couple of times about riding the wave like there it's the you time it's to. now or not exactly you know, not there's gonna yeah. be you know spikes and then you've got to keep on reinventing yourself which i'm learning mm. now yeah and yeah and i had to get a literary agent which was super exciting to represent me and negotiate this book deal because i had a few people and i went with um harper collins uh, that and i'm really super happy going with them they're incredible so oh that's great yeah yeah and the book's basically an adaptation of the poster so it's each page will have a little bit of a longer um bit about each of the legends right and then you there's a little index at the back so it's a bit bit of a bio or something there's a bio at the back and then each of the um so julia gillard's um one was you know I, i just wrote a little section about um opposite her about you know breaking the glass ceiling and becoming the prime minister you know first first female, female. yeah prime exactly minister, yeah. so i got a bit of flack for legends that people didn't i was gonna really, ask you yeah. um because i actually saw you speak at creative mornings yeah. which is really cool oh, it's so kind much of how fun. this kind of how this happened yeah i love creative Mornings. i really love the the story you told when i was like this is perfect right we've got to chat about this yeah um but uh, but there you you kind of spoke very briefly about like just you know some people you know they might be like oh how come you didn't put this Uh, person in so uh, that's just an ongoing thing right oh yeah it's an ongoing thing and i say look this is my i have like it's it's my own personal decision you know Mm. and i want who i think are good role models for my kids so yeah and there's only 26 letters of an alphabet like give me a break yeah yeah (laughs) but you know what i think it's really good that it opens a conversation too yeah because i think that's interesting for people to start going well why is why do you think he or she is a legend you know Mm. for me julia gillard you know some people are like why did you pick her what has she done i was like well she's done some pretty amazing things plus she was the first female prime minister so i wanted to show girls that are reading this book Mm. or the poster hey you know yeah this is super important so i i felt like that justified some of my things and i did Mm. like ones too that there was an aboriginal um painter in there queenie mckenzie she's not well known Mm. to the broader but i wanted people to start going who is that person and that yeah but you know with the american one too like i've just launched the american legends alphabet what is t for trump come on no God, that's for the uh, I'm telling everyone that's for the um arsehole edition. Oh wow, yeah, A is for arsehole. <laughs> so um no, the no, I didn't. And again, um America was super hard because you know, there are so many different I mean well, how am I gonna appeal? In so I, I chose the, the people. Moment. I just said, you know, I'm gonna have to choose l- the people that appeal to me, you know. Yeah. Um and I did get you know, every time I have gone in air, I have got flack for things, you know, someone was like, Where is this person? I get I get a bit of little bit of hate mail but you know i don't care i mean compared to what more people get it's nothing and it's yeah in the end i'm like if you don't like my artwork then you don't have to buy it yeah <laughs> absolutely so you've got got the book deal happening but you're yep. also working on the american legends one yeah so it's, it's, in, it's interesting with the australian one i feel like you could sit down and go cool like you know 
F. All right. This person, this person, oh. this person. Talk to your husband. Talk to your friends as yeah. well. Like, who, who should we have? Put yeah. them together. Sleep on it. Yeah. Think about it and kind of go, yeah, I'm going to go, you know, we need another person of this category or because yeah. you're curating as yeah. well as it's the, the letter isn't an individual isolated thing. Exactly. You're curating the totally. whole thing, right? Yeah. Um, with the American one, have yeah. you found that you've had to go like more into research mode and totally. map it out more? And I've also, um, sorry, I'm not jumping ahead, but I've done the UK one as well. Mm. And I've really talked, um, that's in the process coming to uh, Shopify site. So is that yeah. poster? Yeah, Are that's going to be, be a UK well? poster one. I'm just doing the Australian, American, UK, then I'm going to have a break. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might do a sporting one too. That's my last one. I promise. <laughs> yeah. I, t- I speak a lot to people in America and UK. Um, right. You know, I know that we're like, there's so much popular culture from, but I really want to make sure that I've covered, you know, I don't just come out and find that someone's like anti-Semitic or like, right. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I have actually had to do quite a bit of research, which is good. And you know, yeah. what's amazing is that I'm, t- I'm learning so much. Right. I feel like it could go on like a pop quiz program. <laughs> oh, why? Right. You could yeah, go yeah. to like trivia nights. Yeah, exactly. Now. But it's so funny. I mean, I don't know what happens, but especially for like the UK one I'm doing, everyone's like all the great people either begin or end with a D and a B. It drives me crazy. Oh, really? Ah, no one starts with like an, no one starts with an X, Y, and Z. Well, uh, yeah, I was going to say like X, so, I, so, I, you had in, in excess, yeah, I think. And for each of the alphabets, it's, um, I'm trying to end with a person that I feel like is an everyday legend. So I did, um, for Z in Australia, I did Shazza, Dazza, and Wazza, and Wazza, which, you know, the Z, Z, Z. And it's like these, you know, it's everyday Australians that make Australia... And then, so it's not a celebrity, it's kind of the an identity of like who yeah. we are. Yeah, and okay. um, for Zed cool. for America, I did Ground Zero for the Legends of Ground Zero. So I did oh, like yeah. a firefighter on one end and a policeman on the other and it was like the heroes of Ground Zero. So oh, wow. That's you cool. know, I just That's got great. like a bit mm. more of a, you know, my posters are all about, you know, spreading the quality diversity message and again parents and all that uh, sorry um with the milestones parents you know people just gravitated towards that because obviously there's a bit of a hole so and i'll point out as well that you know you again that, oh it's just luck that all this stuff happened but you're also on channel seven again this week <laughs> <laughs> with, about, with with your artwork in the background yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. it's all about forming relationships no i've actually formed a great relationship with those guys which is good and great. you know at the same time my illustration career has been going great as well so that's been ticking along in the background mm. as well but yeah it's it is about luck but you know from the mum's milestone stuff i also had a range of emails again mm. i was like oh gotta start using those again i know how this formula works so yeah uh, as well with the that it got picked up from that page from the sbs that did remarkably well i also started emailing people like really just trying to connect the right with people many, too exactly as well. the people that, that, that hunt they, they were hunting you at the time that they yeah. did something so like okay that's clearly the person it's, i need to talk to exactly it's and, giving them yeah. uh, like when you have to and when you're thinking about it think about well if you're flicking through there's so much clickbait stuff at the moment you have to come across your mm. idea has to come across as something that they know people are going to want to click you know easily click on so it's mm. coming up with that idea that's interesting in that kind of pr angle way yeah you know. and genuinely interesting as yeah. well with a bit of a story a and, bit of a story a bit yeah. of a background make like, their job easy yeah exactly i mean i feel so sorry for the whole online journalist market today you just have to oh, yeah. bash out so many articles you know mm. it's 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 pretty crazy but um sorry i forgot to say um i also had from the aussie legends actual once it went viral i have the actual aussie legends themselves contacting me which actually was incredible. Like Lee Lin Chin made me her Twitter icon. I had like Dame. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had Dame Edna. Oh, you Edna. mentioned that in the... Yeah. yeah. Oh, you had Dame Edna. Well, she reposted, like in accessory posted, Victor Chang oh, wow. reposted, like oh, wow. all these people that were, you know... I think Kathy- you met up with Ian Thorpe the other day. Oh, I yeah. I bumped in. Yeah. Um, Thorpey. Yeah, and then Kath and Kim, executive producer, wrote to me. It's like, you know, That's I just had... Cool. Yeah, and, a, and another amazing thing was schools watering from me, which I feel like was a huge uh, oh, wow. aim of mine because mm. I feel like I was also satisfying. I didn't realize this possibly at the time, but that high school students, teachers have a hard time. There's a, I think they teach a subject called I Am Australian or something. And right. it's a something that they can engage with their students in. So I was kind of fulfilling this whole, which has been mm. really satisfying. Well, it's a nice visual visual reference as well like it's a bit more exciting than say hey cool we're going to learn about diversity today guys but if you have a poster on the wall it's like hey like pick someone from the poster i want yeah. you to do that as yeah, your homework exactly. or something like that exactly who and they and trying to do current and people yeah. that are not you know with us yeah. and also the national library of australia ordered a copy you know like that was pretty sweet made my mum really happy 
Hey, mum. Yeah. yeah. My mum. By the way, my, I think it's like really made my parents super happy. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. She's a teacher, so she, you know. Oh, that's great. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Well, this has been, it's been a wonderful chat. Yeah. Thanks so what, so what's much. so what's next for you? You've obviously got the okay. book that you need to. Need yeah, to I've got the down. second book. So I've got the book, but I've done a two book deal. So I'm getting another book out with them as well because I kind of see. Is that s- in concrete what that is, or you need to, you're going to come up I'm with? I'm actually that. coming up with it right now. I feel like a classic, like cliche of someone trying to work out where the next book is. How good is it? I've got a book deal. Yeah. I can do whatever I want. Well, you know, I've got to. I'm sure they have to approve the it. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. And also, they have to like. I have to also live up to the expectations of the. Which is an interesting... Thing. Like, does it need to be in the same vein? No, I want to kind of make it feel like me, but something different, you know? So okay. I'm not... It's not going to be... I've got, to, like, some ideas going. And, you know, I'm also being a full-time illustrator now. So I've got lots of projects, mm. like commercial projects going on to keep me... I've signed with an illustration agency. I've kind of... You know, that's, to me, the biggest and most amazing thing that's come out of this being... My aims are to continue being an author and illustrator, children's mm. books adults books and also an illustrator you know that's and also having to raise two kids which is incredibly tiring yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. i've got no idea but it's like I'll juggle 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 be there one day maybe but i'm happy so that's fantastic yeah, yeah. It's, it's been wonderful talking to you thank you so much for having me yeah, it's a pleasure and when and so where can people find find you if they want to find you so do you okay. have anything you can plug or like yeah. a website instagram yeah, yeah yeah i'd love to so if you want to buy um any of the posters american australian um uk's coming it's um alphabetlegends.com great oh yeah and then also my instagram is beckfiner illustrations perfect and Beck Finer, sorry, underscore illustration. Underscore, yeah. We'll put these. We'll put these links in the yeah, show notes. Yeah, great. And um, yeah, and you can find um, me on the Alphabet Legends on um, Aussie Alphabet and American on Facebook if you want to. Fantastic. Thanks. All right. Well, um, and so you can find this episode and more at ausdesignradio.com, and you can follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at AUSDesignRadio. Thanks, Beck. Thank you.